Live from Studio B, this is Proudly Made in Canada by Local Laundry. I am your co-host and co-owner, Mr. Carter Kern. And today we are really excited to talk to about a really great organization here from two people from a fantastic organization that is all about building community, bringing people together in a very unique way, especially in these, these crazy times in the world that we live in. We are happy to have on the show Ruckify. Now, Ruckify's Rent Anything Marketplace provides an accessible platform for everyone to use. Having built driving technology and forward-thinking leaders, Ruckify has paved the way for peer-to-peer sharing and building and established communities. Ruckify gives you an opportunity to make a real difference while obtaining financial security and confidence in your entrepreneurial instincts. And great Canadian-made business. So let's get right into it. Welcome, Ruckify. Today, we have David. And Robin from Ruckify, thank you so much for joining. Thanks, uh, thanks for having us, Connor. Thanks, Connor. Tell us uh, who you are and uh, introduce yourself and what you do at Ruckify. Yeah, absolutely. I'll jump off. Uh, so I'm David Burton. I'm the Calgary uh, City Growth Manager for Ruckify. And just to get a little bit more in depth about what Ruckify is, so think about Airbnb, but for items. So we help people rent out items that they already own to other members of the community. So whether you're an individual or a business, if you've got stuff sitting around you don't use, got a garage full of tools and equipment, you got a back backyard full of things, you can actually post it on Ruckify and rent it out to other members of the community. So you get to make some money with these items that are otherwise just sitting around unused, and you actually uh, get to help a, a community member save some money as opposed to going out and buying something brand new they're going to use uh, only once or twice and, you know, inevitably end up in a landfill. So in this time of COVID, we're in a unique uh, position to be able to help people not only make money uh, if they're looking at new ways to do that, but we also help people uh, save some money as well and continue to do the things that they enjoy. That's a little bit uh, about what we do. Fantastic. And Robin, what is your role at Rectify? I am the Community Engagement Manager for Recfight here in Calgary. So a lot of what Dave is following, kind of building that community relationship, touching with people, we call them tier ones, but people like yourself that are out in the community that have items that are looking for ways to either maybe supplement their income or maybe just uh, lower their carbon footprint, you know, have more of a sharing economy instead of going out and purchasing anything and everything you might need. Like Dave mentioned, kind of like the Airbnb for stuff. So, I mean, we have a a wide range of things, everything from outdoor sporting goods to uh, culinary items, just a vast uh, amount of things that we are able to offer and uh, help our neighbors. Fantastic. And I've been so excited to kind of talk to you guys uh, on the show today because you guys are all about two of my favorite things. You know, one, you're proudly made in Canada company. Your business that's made here in Canada, support Canadian communities. I love that. But you guys also kind of do something really important that we preach here on this show about having a second look at at our our consumeristic behaviors, you know, because we've been trained for so long to buy, buy, buy and get out there and just consume and get as much as you can. You know, what we're trying to do with clothing is telling people to kind of slow down, invest in quality garments, take a look at where your things are made. And what I love about with Ruckify, people can actually, you know, again, slow down, say, do I need to buy this thing brand new? And it doesn't matter if it's like 
a $20 hand shear or all the way up to like a $5,000 snowblower. It's taking the way that we traditionally consume things and buy things and looking at it in a different way. You don't need to go out and buy something new. There's loads of people that have things just sitting out there. And, you know, that means we get to actually meet our neighbor. You know, <laughs> I love this whole thing. We're kind of going back to like the 50s where we used to actually borrow tools from our neighbor and then give them back, you know, and you guys are just kind of, you're providing that that outlet for everyone. And uh, I think it's a fantastic service. So tell me a little bit about the history of Rockify, how this brand came to be, how long you guys been around, and, and a little bit more about the history. Yeah, absolutely. So Rockify has uh, officially been around for just over two years, uh, launched uh, October 2018, or just about to be two years now. And it all started with uh, two neighbors in Barhaven. So our co-founders are uh, Steve Cody. Steve has been in the rental industry for 25 years. He's built and sold six different rental businesses. So he knows pretty much everything he can know about about the rentals industry. Um, his neighbor is a gentleman by the name of Bruce Linton. So Bruce started a, a little company you may know as uh, Canopy Growth. So brought it from zero to 20 billion within five years. So he knows everything about scaling and building a successful giant company. So their neighbors, well, what happened was, was there's, there was a storm. A tree falls down in Steve's front yard during, uh, you know, the storm's not even done yet. Bruce is out there trying to cut it with a chainsaw, but the chainsaw is not big enough. So Steve goes out, he's like, Bruce, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm trying to cut this tree for you, but uh, the chainsaw is not big enough, so I'm sorry. So they're kind of thinking like, well, shouldn't we know? But what looking around their neighborhood, everyone's got garages. So, you know, everybody's probably got a chainsaw in their garage. Shouldn't we know if one of our neighbors has one that we can just go use and borrow or rent uh, for a low cost as opposed to going out and buying one brand new? Because we're only going to use it this one time right now. This is when we need it. And, you know, the next time we're going to need it is when a, a tree falls potentially, right? So from that, the idea of Ruckify was born. And so looking to your neighbors to uh, to help you with, uh, you know, things you may need as opposed to going ahead and buying them brand new. So walk us through, I'm someone who never used Ruckify, never, but I need to go rent a tool today. I need a, you know, I need a handsaw for whatever. Walk yeah. us through how, how we get involved and start to finish. Yeah, absolutely. So super simple. Go to Ruckify.com. We are currently active in Ottawa, Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver in Canada, and Austin, uh, Nashville, and Denver in the U.S. But that being said, you know anyone can post anything anywhere in North America. So basically, you go to Ruckify.com in whatever city, it'll pop up. Rent anything from anyone in Calgary. If you're in Calgary, search the hand tool in the search bar. You'll see it there basically pop up if you want to rent that item before you're able to actually book the item, it'll prompt you to sign up. So you sign up, we do verify all of our users. So we are building a community of trusted users. So what that means is basically, you have to use your real name, your real address. Uh, so we verify that you are a real person. No one can register with a fake name or anything like that. It won't register them. And uh, we're verifying that you know you haven't been flagged for fraud or theft or violent crimes. That way you're not, uh, you wouldn't be allowed on the platform because again, we are uh, trusting people to go to other people's houses and with their, with their items that they own. So we are making sure that we're instilling good behavior on both the poster and the renting side. So it's a safe, it's secure. You, once you've signed up, you request to rent the item, they accept, you pay for the item. You can either go pick it up from them or, or have it delivered directly uh, to your house. You use the item and then you bring it back. It's that easy. Uh, we also, you can review the renter uh, and the poster as well, can review each other. So you can see that people have had a good experience with with the items that they're renting. Yeah. And so what are the, some of the most common items that, that people are renting or people that are posting on their rent? 
Well, it changed a little bit uh, throughout COVID. So just I'll, give, I'll kind of give you a little bit of history before COVID. So about 40% of our rentals were party and event items before COVID. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, like, uh, <laughs> tables, chairs, machines. yeah, okay, tables, yeah. chairs, linens, tents, you know, everything, right? So because yeah. that there's, there's a lot of those rentals, we have a lot of those items on the platform. There's a lot of parties and events. COVID right. happens. There is no more parties and events. In fact, you know, they become illegal. So, you know, immediately we're, we're thinking, okay, um, how do we still do what we do and how do we still provide value to the community? So the first thing we did was partner with gyms and fitness centers. They were closed indefinitely. And basically we just said, well, they've got all this fitness equipment that's just sitting around and there's people that are out there still wanting to go to the gym, but have to social distance. The mm-hmm. gym is not collecting any revenue. They're not collecting any monthly ba- memberships or anything like that. So why not collect some revenue by renting out the equipment that's just sitting there and get it into the hands of someone else in the community that can use it and wants to stay active during the pandemic. So we did that, took off, that kind of turned into, while well, everybody's working from home now. So it became desks and second monitors and chairs. Then it became what do we do with the kids? So it's board games and outdoor activities and that sort of thing. Then it's the family wants to still do something at home together. So it became home movie night. So, you know, screens, projectors, popcorn machines. Then it's essentially in the summer when everybody could go outside and, you know, still do things. So then everybody wanted to stay outside. So it became canoes, kayaks, paddleboards, bikes, camping gear, tents, all of that sort of stuff that became super, super popular. And now as we move into the, the winter season, we're in a the shoulder season, as Robin likes to say. So it's like, you know, you know, yard, uh, yard equipment and that and lawn maintenance equipment and that sort of thing. But then when we get into the winter, it's going to be, you know, snowshoes, skates, all that sort of stuff. It's crazy. It's, it seems to be a wide variety of things. It seems like anything you could think of, you could, you could probably borrow. I mean, you guys even do RVs, right? I mean, we worked with, uh, you guys have a great RV department, rectify RVs. So people can even rent out their RVs if they want. Yeah, 100%. That's so one of our divisions actually uh, originally based out of out of Airdrie, just outside of Calgary there. So they became uh, part of uh, the Ruckify family. Last fall was it Robin? And so now the yeah, we have uh, everything from kitchen knives to to wedding dresses to chainsaws to RVs. <laughs> Robin, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen on Ruckify? Oh, there's a good one. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Toronto, Ottawa, somewhere out east, but there's a coffin. that's that's definitely it's near the top for sure (laughs) is there any what are the kind of rules on stuff you can post what 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 can't you post on there to rent yeah so the no inappropriate items like weapons or anything like that we're not going to get into we will have vehicles on the platform when we get the insurance piece figured out so right Mm -hmm. now it's towable rvs not drivables but like things like yeah, weapons or motorcycles, we won't have on on the platform just because of the, you know it's just asking for trouble. But and no like inappropriate adult items, things like that, that you wouldn't really want to rent. None of that stuff. And we do have a curation team that works through all the items that are posted. So make sure the picture is good. Make sure that you know someone isn't trying to post something that's a uh, you know inappropriate or dangerous. Wow, that's incredible. And where did the name Ruckify even come from? <laughs> yeah, so I, I love this story. So basically what happened was the CEO, Steve, wanted to call the company Rent It or yeah. something like that. And uh, um, his daughter at the time was like, no, dad, you can't 
call it rent it. You're trying to change the, the you know, the rental industry and change people's minds. So you got to, she's like, he's like, okay, well, smart ass, come up, come up with something better. So she went downstairs, she, she did some research and she came up with Ruck, which is uh, with the, you know, R-U-C-K with the umlauts above it, because it's uh, derived from the German word to return, which uh, oh. I'm going to, I'm going to butcher here, but it's pronounced Zerukiben. Yeah, we took the took she took the middle part there, kept the umlauts, and then they added the FI because that's uh, the, the you know the trendy way to go. So from that, <laughs> Ruckify was born. So and it's a name that sticks with you. It's funny, uh, similar story with how we got the name Local Laundry. I came up with the name for for the business, and I showed it to my wife. I was like Calgary Community T-shirts. I was like that's a that's a terrible name. Uh, and I was like, all right, you come up with a better name. She's like, <laughs> she's like, what about Local Laundry? I was like. Gosh, that's, no, that's, that's really good. <laughs> that's really good. And everyone, everyone's always like, man, I love the name Local Laundry. You guys nailed it on the name. And I'm like, ah, I didn't come up with it. <laughs> she loves that. So you guys can talk about a little bit about the, and it's something that's come to light recently of the, the sharing economy. And you guys kind of put your own spin on it and you, your own unique way of how you actually build community and you actually call it the caring economy. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So another thing we did at the beginning of COVID was partner with the United Way in in Ottawa, Calgary, and Toronto. And we partnered with them because they work with a lot of organizations and healthcare professionals that uh, help, uh, you know, that people need counseling sessions and that sort of thing. And it's important to stay connected, especially at the beginning of COVID with the importance of everybody focused on mental health and and making sure that, uh, you know, the, the people are still getting the help they need. And what the United Way and some of the organizations they deal with was facing was the availability of items to help people stay connected. So cell phones, tablets, and laptops, because, you know, it's a lot better to have a video chat you can you know see someone's you can have eye contact with someone you can see their body language and it's just it's a lot easier and it feels more towards the same normal as a regular you know in-person counseling session so but they the problem was the availability of these items so when we partnered in those cities we put a call out to the community saying you know everybody's got a an old laptop or a cell phone or or a tablet just kind of sitting around that they're not using why not put it to good use and get it in the hands of of people that need it so we were able to do that in ottawa I know we helped about uh, 28 different organizations in Ottawa. We've helped seven organizations in Calgary and and quite a few in Toronto as well. So, and that's still something that we do have ongoing. It's obviously it's not as prominent now with things we're on the kind of the other side, but maybe not now with the uh, some of the things happening. But yeah, that was something that was you know immediately what we could do and and be able to give back and and help people that need it in the community. I love that because a lot of people kind of see as a way of giving back, they see it's one way only. You write a big million dollar check, right? And we always kind of preach, especially on this podcast, about just because you're a small business doesn't mean you can't have a big impact. And sometimes it's not about figuring out how much money can we donate and how big of a check can we write. It's about how can I take what we're good at, what we have the tools, what assets do we have, and how can we rejig it so that it's giving back in, in a meaningful way. So I love that you guys kind of did your own thing in, in a completely rockify way that had that created such an impact. You know, for us, toques and, and socks are some of the most in-demand pieces at homeless organizations. So we make the giving garments, right? For every toque and sock that we sell, we donate one back to the homeless organization. It's our own unique way of involving our community to kind of give back. So I absolutely love that. I love that you guys are calling it the, uh, the, the, the caring economy. 
I just think I think it's fantastic. But not only you guys, you know, you have have that. You also have some really other cool projects. You know, um, tell us a little bit about Recify's Tree Project. I can touch on that if you like. So sure. the Recify Tree Project essentially is a way that we are hopeful uh, with a starting goal of planting a billion trees. So we've partnered with Eden Reforestation Project. And for each person that signs up to the site, for every rental you have, and each review. One tree is planted on your behalf. So it's planted by Recify, by people out in the community. So Eden Reforestation, they are in, let me see here, they work with local villages to plant trees. And so it's a, a source of income for those people. Plus, of course, we're helping the environment at the same time. So to date, I believe they're at just over 250 million trees planted around the world. They're in countries such as Ethiopia, Madagascar, Nepal, Haiti, and Indonesia. There's probably a few others on there as well. But um, it really helps with reducing the extreme poverty in these areas, helping the locals, and also helping the environment. So it's a really, really great cause. For myself, I have like a personal goal. I'd like to be a tree hero. So on the Rockify platform, you earn badges for each rental and item you've posted, review you've left. So for me, I'd love to have planted 100 trees under my name. So that's something that's kind of a goal of mine. And uh, yeah, it's a great platform. It's a great way to give back. People love the idea of helping reducing their carbon footprint and being on that way. So that's something that we do. Uh, it's kind of special. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. That kind of spurred up another quick question. What was the last thing you guys rented on Recify? I'd love to know. I rented a like a floating. We went away on like a vacation in the summertime. So the cabin we rented was not pet friendly. So mm -hmm. my husband and my dog, we rented a tent an air mattress and then a floating island for everybody to kind of hang out and chill. But like I said, for one of the special things about Ruckify is every time you post an item, join the platform, you earn Ruck Bucks. So for every item that you post, you earn $5 in Ruck Bucks that you can use towards any item on the site. So uh, in turn, I've had enough reviews and enough posted items of my own that I was able to rent those things for our family vacation at no additional cost. So it was all covered by my rough box. In turn, I was able to help somebody else out by renting their items. I left them a review and the full circle came around. So it's a pretty great project. Yeah, nowhere near what Robin was able to do, but uh, I rented a cooler when I went uh, when I went to the cottage uh, in September. So I was able to use my own Ruckbox as well, but I know that Robin has put me to shame in the items that she has posted and, and rented it herself. So I was able to, my Ruckbox came from the reviews that I left. I was able to rent out my golf clubs, I think, every weekend during the summer so for the lot for eight weeks in the summer my golf clubs were rented out uh, every weekend they you know other people got to use them more than i did but i got <laughs> to make the extra i got to make the extra money and then when i left them a review i got the ruck bucks and i rented out this big cooler so i could uh, put a little stuff in to go up uh, to the cottage i love that and because and, that's another big aspect of the platform that i love is that we all have so much stuff and nine times out of 10, most days it just sits there, just accumulates dust and we either paid a fortune for it and it just and it just sits there and we use it maybe once or twice a year. But I was really intrigued, Robin, there was a great news article uh, in CTV about one of, a friend of yours and they actually made some serious coinage over the summer with the platform. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yeah, for sure. So Sabine, she lives out in Okotoks. So she's done a nice little acreage outside of town, but she really ran with the Ruckify idea, embraced what it's all about in the social media aspect of it, the sharing economy. And really, we like to call it like a little Ruckify army, but she is a Ruckify all-star through and through. If she doesn't have an item or somebody's looking for an item, she's always out there, you know, offering to help or directing people to the platform, which is what this is all about. It's the education. It's about the knowledge and learning that it's actually a thing. I mean, it took a long time before the Ubers and the Airbnbs and things that people could really come to terms with staying in someone else's home or riding in a stranger's vehicle. Same idea, renting a bike from a neighbor or, you know, using a chainsaw. That's what it came down to. So for Sabine, she, um, you know, maybe she has a little more than the average person being that she's on an acreage, but she has a family. So her husband and there's two kids, but they have, you know, lots of summer toys. They have a woodworking business. So she has many tools lawn care stuff for the acreage. So she has a whole mixed bag of things on her Ruckify store. So, I mean, if somebody ever wanted to go into the site and take a look, hers is LSJ Rentals is what she calls herself. So you get an idea of what she has to offer and the money she's made. But same idea, people will visit the site, find the items, and she's got a little of everything. Otherwise, she also does a little self-promotion as well. So she's on social media, Kijiji's the Facebooks offering her items for rent, and then putting people back through the platform. So for her, that allows her to be covered by insurance. Um, Those people are all then verified. It takes, you know, that uneasy feeling out of the process. And I mean, she's helping the community at the same time. So she's an amazing, amazing promoter for us. She lives in a small town. Okotoks is 30,000 people. So that just goes to show that this isn't about big city. It's just about communities. So each area of the city can have the opportunity to have these people and sharing from each other. It's like perfect mix. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of brings up another great point. Like, let's say someone rents something and they absolutely bust it up. It's not working condition. They bring it back and it's all broke. What happens then? So there is insurance. You can opt when you're posting your items for rent. The normal service fee on a transaction is 10%. And that helps Mm -hmm. to, you know, cover the cost of running the site, employees, you know, all the normal things. Mm -hmm. Then uh, 10% of your rental value is also what you can opt in for the price for insurance. So if you had a $50 paddleboard, that's what you're rented for for the day, it would be $5 that would go towards insurance and it breaks down like that. So if you ever come back and when your item is returned, if maybe it had a little hole or somebody maybe misplaced a fin or something of that sort, you can go into the site and it's called dispute is the word that's used. It's not my favorite, but it's a way that you can contact Recify and they'll be able to walk you through the process. So the renter is essentially responsible for the item when they have it in their hands. When it comes back, though, it's your responsibility to check it over and make sure that everything is, you know, safe and clean and in the same working fashion you sent it out in. And we will always be there to walk you through the process. So we have an amazing customer success team, a bunch of girls that are there either via phone, chat or email at any time that will help walk you through the process. And never have I run into any troubles, but knock on wood, I mean, things happen. So I just know that the few times that I've had questions, they're there with all the answers, which is perfect. That's great. It really gives you that kind of peace of mind that, you know, you're you're going to rent something out and get it back in one way or another in, in, in good working order. 
And I want to kind of reiterate, I mean, you guys are not a, a massive team. Like, how big is the Ruckify family? Do you want to go ahead, Dave? We're approaching 70 now, about 65-ish. Yeah. Uh, around there. So not, yeah. And we're now, we're Canada-wide as well. So we, you know, with our head office and being based out of Ottawa, well, we did have a head office in Ottawa. Now we have no office. We're 100% remote now. That's allowed us to expand our talent pool to other cities outside of Ottawa. So we've got people in Toronto now. We've got more people in Calgary, people in Edmonton, people in Vancouver, someone in Montreal. So we're kind of spread out uh, as well throughout Canada now, which is super cool. You guys looking to hire? Always. Always. Uh, what, <laughs> what kind of roles are you mostly looking to hire? Just in case anyone's listening and wants to, wants to apply. That's actually a good question. I know we are hiring. I just don't know what roles we have right now. If you visit the website, though, you can see there is a a career section on there. Otherwise, if you ever reach out through, like you said, chat or email, we can always direct you to the person in charge. Each department sort of has their, their head of hiring. So we'll definitely head in the right direction. But yeah, the growth is phenomenal. And like you said, always looking for good new talent. Absolutely. What is the growth plan? What is the future of Ruckify? Where do you guys see uh, the business going? Well, I mean, we want it to be, we want Ruckify to be a household name. When you rent a room now, you Airbnb it. When you, when you call a cab somewhere, you don't cat, you're not cabbing, you're, you're Ubering, right? So when people think of rentals or needing to, to get an item instead of buying it or renting it, you're going to Ruckify it. So, you know, we want to be expanding, uh, continuing to expand across North America and then the world. <laughs> Absolutely. One, one rental at a time. That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> what advice would you kind of give to someone who's looking to start a business and they want to really have that community focused feeling, that community focused initiative and community values? What kind of community building advice would you give to, to people just starting out? For me, you know, I would say that grassroots is where everything is, you know, having the networking and being able to just really connect with people in your community starts the gradual ascend. So, I mean, for us, we we have different tiers, they're called of people, um, just so we can kind of all be speaking the same lingo. But for people like you and I, the neighborly effect is what we call a, a tier one person. So anybody who can walk out to their garage that's got the ladders and sporting goods, tools, that sort of thing available for rent. Beyond that, we have something that's called a tier two. And that would be something that's not your standard rental place, um, like not a brick and mortar place. So something maybe like a mechanic or a contractor or somebody who hasn't ever dipped into the rental market, but maybe has items through their business that they're not using all the time. And maybe they're looking for a way to, you know, subsidize their income, or maybe it's somebody like a stay at home mom, maybe somebody has been forced to stay home with homeschooling. You know, that's a great way to kind of add to your income. You've got the things there and you're available to rent them out as well. And then beyond that, you kind of go into bigger tier threes, which is, you know, the standard, like you said, party and event rent, existing rental houses, um, which we do have several of those on the platform as well. But really, I do believe that the grassroots is where it spreads. And I think that's where word of mouth goes as well. You can go a long ways with formal advertising, whether it's, you know, your Google AdWords or through sponsored ads or however you choose to do that. You might hear or see of Ruckify, but you're going to go with it and use your gut feeling if your neighbor is the one that said, hey, did you know that I rented this or I'm looking for this? Oh, you try this. Well, it's going to be something that sticks with you, something that's going to give you that reassuring feeling. And of course, word of mouth always 
helps the cause for everyone. So that's what I would recommend. Awesome. I love it. And now I don't want to take up too much more of your time here. One last thing I think is really cool. Tell us a little bit about Ruckify Adventures. So yeah, so Ruckify Adventures is a new, another new, you know, community initiative that we're starting to launch in the cities uh, that we're actively pursuing new users and adoption in. So what that means is basically it's Ruckify partnering with uh, an existing supply partner. So for instance, it could be paddleboard partner that already has paddleboards that are renting out, and then we partner with a community promoter, or and then. We get all three of these organizations together and then we get new people on board with Ruckify that they can try our and help out our existing supply partners. So they rent out the paddleboard, they go and do like a, you know, yoga on the water or something like that. Uh, so we, we tie it into an actual experience with an actual item with a partner, not only on the supply side, but, uh, you know, someone that wants to get more involved on the community side so, as well. So in Calgary, we will have a bubble ball soccer uh, event coming up uh, on the 25th yeah so you know in this time uh, you know we're also being mindful of when we're you know looking at the ways for people to get involved and, and get out in the community is we're still you know COVID is still very much top of mind we want to make sure everybody's compliant and what better use of of uh, you know getting people together if you're in a giant bubble so uh, you know that, you want to do this Connor <laughs> that is the most amazing thing I think I've ever heard and perhaps the greatest idea to come out of this pandemic <laughs> What a perfect, perfect activity for this crazy day and age. A bubble ball soccer tournament. That sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, and we've done that already as uh, in a couple other uh, communities as well. Vancouver is one of them. So we've had some really good response with getting, you know, it's a great way for people to try Ruckify using an item in an activity that they've already wanted to try. So it's really helped us um, in getting people to understand the power of Ruckify and getting people out there and having fun with each other in a time where, you know, I, I think everybody needs that. Absolutely. Holy smokes. That's exciting. <laughs> well, well, here, listen. So anyone listening, how can they get on Ruckify? I, I know they got a great code that we can use that they can, uh, they can use and get signed up and then a certain portion will go to the United Way, one of Ruckify's favorite local charities here. How can people get involved and, and get going? So they can just visit Ruckify.com, hit the sign up button, and then at the bottom it'll say referral or promo code in there, enter local laundry. So if you pop that in there, $10 from every successful rental will go back to the United Way on behalf of local laundry and Ruckify. And so uh, as a joint effort, we'll be helping the community and helping some people get out and enjoy the outside. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you so much, uh, Robin and David, for for being on the show today. Ruckify, another great Canadian-made company, Canadian-made business that is building community as we speak and really, really bringing people together, two of our favorite things. So really appreciate you both of you making the time today and looking forward to, to watch you guys grow and looking forward to rent some stuff on Rockify. <laughs> I, I do, we, we're, we're new homeowners and there's going to be lots of tools that I'm going to need for lots of, lots of projects. So uh, there you go. Thank you so much for all you do and uh, looking forward to Looking forward to sharing you guys' stories. So this has been Proudly Made in Canada by Local Laundry. I am Connor Curran, one of the co-hosts and co-owners of Local Laundry. And until next time, keep supporting Canadian Made. Thank you so much for tuning in to Proudly Made in Canada by Local Laundry. We are your co-hosts and co-owners 
Connor Curran, and Dustin Paisley. You can find us anywhere, anytime at www.locallaundry.ca for all of our Canadian-made garments. You can find out what we're up to in the community at Local Laundry and all social channels. Sign up for our newsletter. Sign up for our e-blast. And you can find all previous episodes of the podcast wherever you stream your podcast from. Until next time. Oh,